Post to the apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. Uh, today's main topic is the Georgia Guidestones, and we'll get onto that after we do the weird news. This part of the show will be Facebook Live, as you can see. Hello. Then the rest of it will we'll stop, and we'll talk about that after, so you guys can listen to it in a couple of weeks. We'll do the weird news then. Okay. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. I'll take this one. Okay. A church is to offer the, a miracle cure despite FDA warnings against drinking bleach. Hey. Yeah. Um, a group calling itself Genesis, uh, the second church of health and healing, plans to uh, convene at a hotel resort in Washington State on Saturday to promote a miracle cure that claims to cure 95% of all diseases in the world by making adults and children, including infants, drink industrial bleach. Is this a satire? No, this is a... Uh... Well, common sense dictates, does it not, that drinking bleach isn't a cure. If it kills you... It's a cure for life. Yeah. <laughs> is yes. that what these people are basically, essentially saying? It. There's no hope of us ever fixing this situation you're in in this country, so fuck it, you might as well end it all, mate. No, no, it's not a suicide pact. Oh, what do they think drinking the bleach is going to do? Well, we'll find that out later on. Okay. But it's, it's God quicker. <laughs> <laughs> it, this is from the Guardian, by the way. Mm. No, the well-known satire paper. Don't drink bleach, listener. Even <laughs> if the Garden tells Garden Guardian tells you to. Um, the group is inviting members of the public through Facebook to attend what they call their effective alternative healing at the Oscar Village Resort in Leavenworth on Saturday morning. Uh, the organiser of the event, Tom Mary, has publicised the event on his personal Facebook page by telling people that learning how to consume the bleach could save your life or the life of a loved one sent home to die. Oh, They're also asking people uh, who want to go to this insanity meeting <laughs> to donate $450 each right. or $800 per couple in exchange for receiving membership to the organisation as well as packages of the bleach, which they call sacraments. Oh. But if it really works, why can't you just pop down your local B&M and get a 10-litre fucking bleach <laughs> for about 8 I know the NHS is underfunded now, but I don't <laughs> dish it out bleach yet on prescription. <laughs> um, the chemical is, is... This bleach is blessed. Oh, God. Well, it's, Holy bleach. It's apparently known as MMS, or Miracle uh, Mineral Solution, or supplement. I don't care if it's holy bleach, it's still going to burn a hole in your throat. Well, it's it's. I was assuming it's some kind of powder then, because they're giving it out in a little packet. Powdered bleach. Um, but it consists Don't of chlorine it. dioxide, a powerful bleach that is used both on textiles and in the industrial treatment of water. It has been banned in several countries around the world for use as a medical treatment. Oh my god. Which suggests that some people are still using it. Oh man. 
Uh, in the US, the chemical cannot be sold for human consumption. In 2010, the US Food and Drug Administration put out a public warning after it was notified of too many injuries to consumers from drinking the fluid, with symptoms that included nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, severe dehydration, and one person had a life-threatening oh. reaction. I say, fair play, if, they, if anyone is daft enough to take a substance and not, I say this, as someone who's actually done what I'm about to say, if you take a substance without looking into what it is, <laughs> it's more fool you, you're taking that risk, so I'm not going to feel any sympathy for these religious bleach drinkers. Well, the fact that they're paying $450 each, or 800 for a couple... Uh, They're they, paying for the privilege of drinking bleach. They deserve all the diarrhoea. And this is where I think we could make a fucking fortune as televangelists in America. Just start shipping out bleach. <laughs> wow. Well, religion, folks. I thought it was quite apt because it's Easter. Well, yes, um, but this isn't going to encourage Jesus to come back any quicker, is it? <laughs> he might, co- he might come back and give this chap called uh, called Mark Grennan, who's the self-appointed bishop of the church, he might come back and give him a slap... Yeah, what are you doing? There's nothing in the book about that. Well, yeah. I mean, I've never read it, but I, I was li- I would literally state my reputation yeah. on the fact well, that it doesn't mention drinking bleach. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> it doesn't mention a lot of things pertinent to modern day life, but I'm pretty sure if bleach had been around then, I mean, I'm pretty sure they'd have said don't drink. It would have been the eleventh commandment: don't drink the bleach. <laughs> you know? I think unless you've got a really, really potty mouth, there's no benefits to drinking bleach. <laughs> no. You know, I mean, if you've got a child who swears a lot... Well, apparently, this group say it can eliminate 95% of the world's diseases, including malaria, Ebola, dengue fever, (laughs) all types of cancer. Of course you can't get any of those things, Mike, if you're dead. (laughs) 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 Sorry, what else? Diabetes, autism, HIV and multiple sclerosis. Well, four-ounce bottles of sodium chloride as sacramental cleansing water... (laughs) for $15 and then give you instruction on how to mix it with citric acid to make chlorine dioxide. That sounds safe. Um, can we see what he says? They've, oh, he didn't immediately... They, they tried to get in touch with him to ask why he was peddling industrial bleach uh, as a miracle cure and he did not immediately respond. Well, he's not going to, is he? Because, let me guess, you have to believe for it in order for it to work. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. won't work on you because you're a non-believer. It's just going to give you the shits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's... if. Or wouldn't that just apply for anything then? You have to truly believe. Can I just get him to bless a can of lager as a miracle it's a cure? No, I'm saying it's a poison. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's been established. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing placebo about drinking bleach. You gotta get ill. Yeah. Well, fucking good luck to them. I think that concludes the bleach drinkers. Bleach drinkers of what country was it? Uganda. The bleach drinkers of Uganda unite. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from the rest of us. Yes. Uh, do you want to go over this one, Mike? Yeah, I love this one then. Get ready for Jesus. The rapture is April the 23rd. Biblical oh. prophecy predicts the rapture is April the 23rd. Two days away. Look forward to the end of the world when they will rise in the sky and meet Jesus. Fox News reports. Oh, oh really? <laughs> <laughs> The end of the world, according to prominent Christian numerologist David Mead. He's hardly uh, prominent, he's got everything wrong. Our old friend David Mead, who has I... predicted the end of the world several times, hasn't he? And Nibiru three times. And it's never happened, has it, when he says it is? No, 
He's not very good at this, is he? In terms of its success rate, he's at 0% so far. Uh, it's just He's like the Eddie the Eagle of prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him, he's having a go. <laughs> yeah, but stop, <laughs> stop giving him a public forum then. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, he says a lot of biblical shit, but I don't know if I want to read it. <laughs> oh, I think Mike was reading and it. a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, Ooh. with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pains and the agony of giving birth. According to me, the alignment represents the lion of the tribe of Judah, marking the rapture, the belief that Christ will bring the faithful into paradise prior to a period of tribulation on earth that precedes the end of time. So just because he's read that bit about some bird <laughs> standing on the moon in giving birth to some kind of moon child, that's the end of the world, is it? Where did he get that from? I love the song Moon Child by Iron Maiden. That's a good song. It is. Moon Child. But, but this is bollocks. But why, why, why is that? Is he just on like, some kind of hallucinogenic? I didn't even think the rapture was in the Bible. I don't think it is. It's, it's all them left behind books. Is that the bit where like a 60 foot Jesus comes back with like, rays coming out of his eyes and like, kills <laughs> everyone? I think pretty much that's the end, yeah. And like, the people who believed in him go off up to heaven with him. And those of us that don't are left behind to fight demons for seven years. Yeah, till he comes back, and oh, then only seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that it? Well, you try surviving seven years fighting demons. Well, it's better than like an eternity. They usually go on about, oh, you're burning the flames for eternity. I can handle seven years of demon ducking. He's <laughs> <laughs> hiding in a basement. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm going to be fucking on the front lines, up to my eyeballs in fucking demon guts. I'm going to be. Hiding, yes, somewhere. <laughs> like a pro, like a champ. <laughs> World hide and seek champion. <laughs> <laughs> and when it all blows over, you'll emerge from your, your yeah, bunker. Yeah, I'll emerge from my hovel. You're right, Jesus. My spine might be slightly. Fucking... You'll be very pale as well. Yeah, you know, sad. <laughs> the nuclear sun might burn a little. But I'm unless you say... choose to join the demons, of course. Well, there's another idea. That's yeah, an option. But you're going to lose, aren't you? Why? Because when Jesus comes back, he's going to win. It's he just, comes back again! He comes back after seven years to fight the demons, and anyone that's kind of proved themselves to him in that point gets to go with him at the end. Or live in the paradise he creates, whatever, one of the two. Do you know what? I don't like these new sequels. I prefer Bible <laughs> 2, the yeah, no, I liked it before when it was just, he comes once, and you either go with him or you don't. I didn't know he fucking comes back after another seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got to deal with this cunt again. Yeah, I'll join the demons. Then, lose? at the end of the seven years, I will denounce the demons. <laughs> well, oh, just the Italians. I'll be like <laughs> a classic, yeah. <laughs> like the, the Italians in the Second World War. And World the First War. World War. And, and the first. first. Okay, or like your classic heel in professional wrestling. I will just suck up to whoever's in power. So as if you repented, you'd be all right, wouldn't you? I mean, I know it would be easier if I just believed in Jesus. <laughs> Well, he's right over there, though. That's the problem. Yeah. When you're on your, with your demon mates, Jesus and his army, he's like literally stood across the field from you. Yeah, and as soon as you see him, he'd knife a demon in the back. <laughs> Run your side. See, Jesus. <laughs> Got your back, mate. He's <laughs> a double agent the whole time. <laughs> I, I repent. But then where do I go? Do I get to stay on earth or do I go in to the paradise on earth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the past. So I don't have to go to heaven. It's a new thing, a different thing. I presume so. If you survive. Paradise on earth. So what, a nice beach? Whatever you want, I guess. Well, 
<laughs> WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Wouldn't that get a bit samey? Yeah. <laughs> With the same people wrestling every night. Oh, I guess. All coding every match. Yeah. Well, same as the same as. He's like seventy. He's like, guys, just let me die. <laughs> Good guy Hulk versus bad guy Hulk every match, over and over. <laughs> Wouldn't it the same result bore you? That is heaven on earth. Every day, yeah. the same matches, same results. Well, maybe you forget what happened the day before when you wake up. That's, that's, what, keep, that's, what, keeps you, that's what makes it feel like paradise, though, because it makes it feel like your favourite day, your perfect day, is never ending. Because you just get to relive it over and over and over. So, yeah, I would be Hulk Hogan every night. <laughs> no female company? No. Oh, yeah, let me tell you for that. I've got a whole day. His matches are usually 15 minutes at the most. <laughs> 10 minutes of that is posing at the start. There's <laughs> definitely time for BJs. <laughs> Fair enough, then. Paradise! <laughs> I guess you're going to watch it all night. No. I mean, I'll have to have like food and smoke. Well, you know, things like that. I guess so. Paradise on Earth for eternity is not going to be a stadium hot dog. Depends <laughs> on what your yeah. version is. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like never ending Frosties, just a bag, a never ending yeah. box of Frosties. That would just... Really? Frosties? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Simple so, things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I derailed that, sorry. What are we talking about? That's it. David Yeah. yeah. He's well, a lunatic. Fuck him. He's drunk on his own hubris. I'm with, I'm with you. Why do people keep putting him in the newspaper and interviewing him? He's got nothing right. Ever. I don't get it. I don't get this world anymore. It's, it's all gone to shit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Okay. I'll take this one then. Woman does karate, son gets nude, dog steals cornbread mix from Walmart, police say. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot going on in this. Yeah, it's a lot to unpack there. A mother and her son are in custody after causing a ruckus at a Walmart Wednesday night, police said. Their dog chipped in too. The Eau Claire Police Department identified 46-year-old Lisa Smith and her 25-year-old son, Benny Van, <laughs> as the suspects... Investigators said the dog is named Bo. Of course he is. <laughs> of fucking course he is. <laughs> and he's racist. <laughs> can I get a racist dog? You can. <laughs> They're taught to be racist. Responding officers said they found Smith yelling in the doorway trying to summon Bo. Smith allegedly brought Bo into the store without a leash, so he easily ditched his owner and started running up to unsuspecting customers. That'd be great if you had more dogs that run around when <laughs> shopping. They're not scary, massive, redneck, racist ones. This could be Bo. a little friend. Bo. You fear for your life. You see Bo with his little leather fucking hot pants on, <laughs> <laughs> running at you. He could be friendly though and not have the hot pants on. And their toothless owner stood there going, Bo! Bo! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know that dog's trouble. You just look at the owner, wouldn't you? Oh, all right. Fuck, this thing's having me on. Anyway, let's see, let's see what it did. Smith had, uh, yeah, so it started running up to unsuspecting customers. While Bo was doing that, Smith began tearing apart store displays and placing them in her shopping cart, police said. Walmart staff, staff asked her to leave and she complied. Police said she left the store. <laughs> wow. She left the store to perform karate moves in the parking lot. As you do. <laughs> Who Bo, hasn't done that? Bo, on the other hand, had not been brought to heel. By the time anyone found him, 
He was on his way out of the store with a box of Jiffy Cornbread Muffin Mix. (laughs) 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 Well, police arrested Smith, but it wasn't without a fight. She allegedly kicked out of a a patrol car window when they finally got her in custody. It's because she's been (laughs) practising. Gotta use it now, haven't you? (laughs) Meanwhile, police said Van was running amok inside the store. He allegedly took off all his clothes in the rear of the Walmart and exposed himself to everyone around him. Fortunately for them, he tried to cover himself by putting on the clothes Walmart had on the racks. Even so, police said he didn't try to purchase them, so that is also a crime. You don't say, officer. Officers approached and commanded him to end the madness. Like, end the madness, sir! Guns out! End the madness, sir! End the madness! End the madness now! I'm surprised he just didn't shoot him. I will not end the madness! <laughs> <laughs> I will prance amongst the Walmart clothes! I like to think it's like the spring heeled jack kind of thing coming on. I don't know why he's talking like a passion. I think he just. Eccentric. When you say end the madness, I think yeah. you have to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this wouldn't be right if you didn't. One will not end the madness. <laughs> One is the madness. <laughs> 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 and he's sort of bound over a clothing rail. Excuse me. Well. Groping. Um, the, the, the law enforcement, unfortunately. Well, you know, I say unfortunately. But they, they physically stopped... Oh, no, hang on, I've missed a bit there. Yeah. OK, this is important. Officers approached and commanded him to end the madness. But he refused. Authorities said Van even used a scooter in an attempt to run over an officer. <laughs> but law enforcement physically stopped the scooter and took him into custody. Do you think so that's clotheslining him off the scooter? Yeah. No, no, no. I think it's way more simple than that. So he's running up to him on the scooter and the officer just... <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping they took him down off the scooter, like, like, like a rugby tackle. End this madness, son. Just stop the madness, son. <laughs> the scooter's not going to get you anywhere. Well, they took him into custody and Van now faces charges for lewd and lascivious behaviour, disorderly conduct and retail theft. Smith is charged with disorderly conduct, resisting arrest and misdemeanour bail jumping. Bo, however, was not charged. Police issued him a warning for the theft. See, it's a happy ending. Ah, well, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is why you should never, you and your son and the dog, pop down to your local Walmart when you've been smoking crystal meth for an entire weekend. I was going to say, there's got to be drugs or alcohol involved in that story. Oh, my God. There's no way they were sober. No way. (laughs) Even if you're hammered. I mean, they only probably... Even a dog at the munchies. (laughs) (laughs) He's He's got the fumes all day, hasn't he? Perhaps that's why he was running up to people, like, save me, save me. All they do is smoke. (laughs) Oh, yeah, just don't go to Walmart on crack. It's probably... Good advice for life, I reckon. I think as so. good as any I've ever given on this show. I don't think you should go to any store while you're on crack. <laughs> no. Unless it's a crack store. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to take crack. <laughs> don't do crack. <laughs> I mean, it's not good for you. No. Uh, no, but don't do it. Don't call your dog Bo. Drugs, don't do it. <laughs> just say <Are> no. <laughs> trying to just be trying to not get sued. <laughs> do as much crack as you want. <laughs> no, don't do as much crack as you want. <laughs> Just say no, kids. <laughs> uh, 
I think that's it for weird news, isn't it? Yep. So now we're going to talk about the Georgia Guidestones. In a barren field in Georgia, in the United States, there's five granite slabs set in a star pattern, stood upright. Each of them weighs over 20 tonnes, and on top of them is a capstone. Can I just ask, is the star pattern a pentagram? Uh, no, it's just like a star. Right, because it could be if you join the dots up. Just saying. You know. Maybe. Put it out there. Well That's done, what you, we do on here. You we symbologist. Join the dots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We do, we do a lot. No one knows who built it or why they put it there. Okay. I mean, yeah, there was a bloke who went and arranged it all, but no one knows who he is. What year was it? 1979, he was known as, he was using the pseudonym Robert C. Christian, who wrote the Eberton Granite Finishing Company on behalf of a small group of loyal Americans. <laughs> hmm. Well, is it on private land or public? You can go and walk around it, it's public yeah. land. Yeah. The anonymity of the Guidestones... Oh, I've got to go in my own writing. <laughs> Guidestones authors, sorry. <laughs> and their apparent advocacy of population control, eugenics and internationalism have made them a target for controversy and conspiracy theory. Mm. And in all fairness, in 2008, the Stones have vandalised the words death to the New World Order. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Now, this guy, Robert C. Christian, kind of explained that as long as the commandments, I want this monument mm. to uh, function as a compass, a calendar, and a clock, and I want it to be capable of withstanding catastrophic events. Okay. Depends how catastrophic, though, doesn't it, really? Nuclear war the... ain't surviving, is it? Yeah, I was going to say, a direct hit from like a meteorite or an earthquake. Yeah, not going to survive. No. Um, but a bit of a flood, maybe. Maybe they just fall over. You know, so you can still read what's written they, on them. What if they fall over onto the bit that's got like, the writing? It's all the way around. Oh, I thought about it. Yeah. So, go on then. So, Ben, what do they say? So, Ben, what are these commandments you speak of? Yeah. Oh, should I put my best Moses voice on? <laughs> go for it. <laughs> no. You're, you're going to do it in ancient Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily enough, actually, the language is... Aramaic. They're done in... Every, they're done in Isn't it a um, coffee? Isn't it a what? A coffee. Is it? I don't know. I don't think coffee, <laughs> so I don't know. Well, they're done in nine languages. Right. Which are English, Sp uh, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese and Russian. Okay. I mean, like... But if you don't speak no, one of the millions of... Well, there's not no, millions. Yeah. But if you don't speak one of those Chinese languages that isn't the traditional, because there's well, loads of them, isn't there? Swahili as well. You know, why Swahili? Why not German? Why not French? Where do they speak Swahili? Swahili land. <laughs> Sorry, I've asked. Swahilia. <laughs> Swahilia forever. <laughs> I've no idea. I guess I was in Africa. Oh, shit. Now we sound really, really ignorant. Don't we? I'm probably a bit racist. But we don't true. mean it. We don't know where the fuck it is. Hebrew. We're not geographists. In he they do it in Hebrew as well. Oh, That's like one of the towards top ten languages spoken. Mm. Well, they've got a... Cover some bases, I suppose. Maybe they're the only languages they knew. Well, just, just Google it, didn't you? Well, well not in 1979, maybe. Yeah, see, there you go. They were erected <laughs> in 1980. Well, three years before I was born. Yeah. Wow. So they're already showing... They're already worried. Somebody somewhere, even in 1980, was already worried. Well, I suppose they were in 1960, already worried about uh, the post-apocalyptic landscape. Yeah. And, uh, 
the end is coming. Well, well it was ever course. since we dropped the nukes. Yeah, the height of the Cold War, 1980. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, things were decidedly frosty in East and West. Right. So, so pray tell, dear Ben, what are these commandments thou speaketh of? Well, well, <laughs> the first one, and the most shocking one, in okay. the view, in the eyes of many people, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Right. How many so people the, is there? Like the seven, other, over 7 billion. Where's the other 6.5 billion going to go? Yeah, 90% of humans should Straight be gone. to hell, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the highway <laughs> to hell. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that... But there's ways to interpret it. Is it calling for a mass extinction or a mass genocide? Or is it saying that the... Well, we'll get into it, so what... Well, is it saying... Are you about to say, like, does that mean... We're all going to get wiped out, and out of the few that survive, try not to let it get any bigger this time. Yeah, is that it? Yeah. Is it like is these survivors emerging from their bunkers in after the nuclear war, and these rules are there for them? Or is it That's kill it. six the and 10% a half? Ten percent are fine. They got their bunkers. Yeah. Mm. Kill six and a half billion people, and everything will be fine. So, oh, buddies, though, isn't it? Well, in a nuclear explosion, they could still be incinerated. Yeah. I wasn't thinking anything that. I was thinking more like um, disease. Yeah, like, I don't know, spread some chemicals in every big city, just, you know, it's got to be, I wasn't thinking of blow it all up, raise it all to hell, because I want to be one of the 500,000. 500 million. Oh, sorry, 500 million that's left to, you know, flounce about, <laughs> skip through the empty streets. I don't want everything to be raised to glass. It's worse than a Thanos snap, this uh, is. That's what I want, mm. yeah. Well worse than, Thanos is only 50% of the, the living creatures of the universe. This is... Only Earth, admittedly, but... Yeah, fuck it, I'm up for this. Only if, again, certain conditions. If I can guarantee myself and my loved ones will also survive the call, then I'm all down for it. A bit selfish, I feel it, mate. Yeah, <laughs> you, guys might, you guys might be... Well, we might be oh, okay. So, my loved ones. so he's just going to be sat there with two fucking cushions with faces drawn <laughs> on him in his bunker, <laughs> pretending to do a podcast <laughs> with us. We're outside fighting fucking mutants yeah. in the cursed Earth. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. I want to spear you through your environmental suit when you come at that bunker. I'm just saying, if there was six and a half less billion people on the earth, it'd be it'd be nicer, wouldn't it? If you're honest. Actually, there's enough space for seven. So why get it down to enough space for seven? You ever been on a bus? (laughs) Well, it's because we're all cramped in cities. Well, I'm I'm just saying. If you use the planet properly, I think Mm. like we could have like about eleven, twelve billion. Yeah, but then you've also got to look at resources, haven't you? That's what I mean. If we use the resources properly, we've got enough for about that. I think it's about that. Oh, is that living is... under your communism? <laughs> yeah, you and your, your what is it? Your, your economy. What's the, the, the um, economy? Resource ba- you and your resource-based communism economy. <laughs> yeah. Post-capitalist luxury communism. That's what All right. Need. Maybe not six and a half billion wiped out. Maybe just shave a billion off. But who are you shading off? Just what to if, ease up it. What are you going to do, damage? have a lottery? Well, look, all these people are protesting while we're recording this. As we Literally, as we sit here and speak, protesting about the environment, disrupting everything in London. I'm saying those same people then, in theory, should agree with me to save the environment. Let's shave I'm off a couple of bills. I'm saying you don't even need to do that. You're just going to manage the resources better. Yeah, you've got to it's easier to kill. You've got to stop, like, you know, That's the unfortunate planet thing, killing capitalism. It? You've got to switch your economy, haven't you? Or just kill a couple of billion. <laughs> and just, but you're still going to run out of resources. Uh, 
yeah, I'm just because throwing it out there as an idea. It's because there's a, a there's a lot of fucking waste, especially mm. in the West. Oh god, yeah. I mean, like, waste like fifty percent of our food. Something daft like that. Yeah, and I did course, today. I had a fucking great pork. The ten percent hoarding everything. Yeah, they're hoarding the wealth, preventing the other ninety percent from living decent lives. Well, it's pretty certain that something's going to collide with the Earth eventually. Some sort of disastrous meteor. We're overdue, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah we Some are. Sort of I'm, I'm sure, actually, in a, in twenty years' time, I remember reading ahead on it. We got one that's going to come closer to us than the moon. Mm. Well, what if this happens then? Listen. A giant comet hits Europe or South America, right? And then... How big's this comet? Giant. Are we huge. talking the size of Texas like an Armageddon? Yeah. There will be a planet killer. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say that. Well, no, maybe not planet killer level, right? Something but, like, I don't know, like the size of a house. Dinosaur. Yeah. No, actually, that was pretty rough, wasn't yeah, it? But then, no, even <laughs> 90, 90% of life died, I think. What I'm saying is it hits somewhere and that sets off Yellowstone. Right. Okay. And a chain reaction. Yeah. That's the fucking right. one to worry about, isn't a it? A chain reaction the volcano and just utter, 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 and the meteorite. Well, they, they, well, they, they have yeah, a no volcano. No, no more yeah. sunlight. The ground all ripped up. So then, only a few hundred thousand survive. Oh yeah, but it's like threads, isn't it? It's fucking bad. Yeah, it will be bad. But so maybe this is good advice to those people. Don't let it get too big. Maybe That's about the rebuilding of society, isn't it? Of the whole globe. Yeah global society there won't be anything left if something big enough hits or it lands right in the middle of one of the oceans and just floods everywhere oh yeah once a water proceed <laughs> though I mean it's going to be very boggy but everyone will die it might feel like water world oh no that was shit <laughs> oh Dennis I'll print his big fucking oil tanker oh, the thing is if, you, if it was a water world scenario and, and what's his name Kevin Costner Kevin Costner survived and you saw him on your boat would you just punch him uh, this is all I, your fault, Kevin. <laughs> I'd ask him for uh, mullet tips. <laughs> <laughs> you had an amazing mullet back yeah. in the eighties. I'm like, how do you get it like that? <laughs> and in the nineties, think about when he was Robin Hood. Oh yeah, his magnificent locks flowing behind him as he rode his horse. Yeah, it was a weird film. Loved it as a kid. I loved it. You watch it as an adult now, and you're like, God, I was a stupid kid. Well, I don't know. I still don't oh, mind it. Oh, his his. You had my VHS for ten years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I watched it over and over. But his Will Scarlet. You know, Will Scarlet, Robin Hood's best mate. He's from fucking Nottingham, right? And he talks like this. There was a man from Nottingham yeah, yeah. fell into a river. <laughs> what a dope, look at him rope. Now look at him shiver. What the fuck? He's not even trying. <laughs> yeah, but neither was but Kevin Costner. Did anybody? No one tried. And they all got a pass back in the day. It was just like, ah, no one's heard of England. No, no, it's just a made-up fantasy Apart from the place. bloke who played Little John, he, he must have been English. Oh, yeah, he was English, I think. You I tell those no idea who that was, though. <laughs> never seen him in anything else. Nah, he's too big. Literally, never. That <laughs> was, was a pretty big film. Why didn't he get another role? <laughs> well... He didn't have that much to do in the film, did he? Really? I suppose not. <laughs> he did check Fanny a lot, though. <laughs> Fanny! <laughs> hey, Fanny's nearly on fire! <laughs> Someone save Fanny! I saw uh, that stupid old witch. The oh, painted yeah. man! She, oh, yeah. <laughs> she was just an old racist, racist. <laughs> She was a daily male reader. <laughs> Get off my lawn, painted man! <laughs> Looking back, I mean... <laughs> dodgy that wasn't it <laughs> it was cool when he fired an arrow down the middle of the other arrow though wasn't it yeah that was really sweet yeah 
Uh, Adam Rickman is the sheriff. Oh, when he stole that film. Yeah. I'll gouge your eye out with a spoon. Why a spoon, master? <laughs> it's blunt. It will hurt more. <laughs> Did anybody ever watch Maid Marion and a Merry Man? Yeah. That was awesome, wasn't it? Was it? Danny John Jules. Yeah. <laughs> he was in that, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, oh, PC. Yeah. Update thing. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> the computer made a noise and we all collectively shit ourselves. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Not that we're living on a knife edge, listener. <laughs> with everything held together with tape and fucking blue tack. And, and hope. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a little bit arrogant of whoever wrote this. Unless they're, mm. if they are writing it as like a disaster survival guide, yeah. then all right, I can go with that. But if they're like saying, if they're preaching at me, saying, "Hey, two people about here, you should uh, should call six and a half billion mm. of them," then I'm thinking, well, were you to tell me to do that? Cut them like badgers. You'd need a lot of shotgun shells. Mm. Yeah, you would, and a lot of people to stay still. <laughs> After yeah, you started shooting, that's the thing with killing people. There's a lot of heads to stove in. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're gonna kill him like a badger. Oh. With a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> See his head go. Is <laughs> this one mine to finish? Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Join the next one. Go on then. Guide reproduction wisely using fitness and diversity. Repeat that again. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Basically, that sounds like something from a health magazine. It says, like, that sounds to me like, don't let fat, ugly cunts make babies. Yeah, pretty much. Don't let the st- it's, it's, it's selective breeding, isn't it? Yeah, search yeah. far and wide for the best. Like, very easy di- again. Yeah, it says diversity, so look far and wide. Find the best possible matches. Don't just settle. Well, I'll be all right then. No, anyone. Oh, yeah, obviously, Ben, you'll just be like the only... The, only oh, the alpha yeah. sperm donor. Yeah, you'll just be hooked up to a machine like a fucking cow in a milking shed. Just <laughs> no, let me do the old-fashioned way. No, 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 there won't be enough time for that. There will be loads. We've got to keep the population down no, as it is. Literally, you'll just be we'll sucking like, right, it out of there's your another o- There's another opening right about now. No, you won't actually there's get an near. You, you won't get... sat watching porn 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> What's you won't new? get near any of these beautiful women. Yeah. They will just take your seat. In a dark room watching porn, just pumping you. Yeah. All right, then. Whatever. Like a dairy cow. At least I'm rebuilding humanity yeah. in my own image. Uh, <laughs> you don't even need a degree in psychology to analyse it. Really. <laughs> I don't know what you're on about. You're obsessed with rebuilding the world in your image. Yeah, in a nice way. Isn't it? It's like Rimmer when, like, in one of his fantasies, like everyone's a Rimmer. That was yeah. the, the Rimmer World episode. Oh, it wasn't a fantasy, was it? No, just the clones. Oh, that's true. Okay, but that's the world you want. I don't want clones of me everywhere. But if the world's rebuilt in your image, everyone's going to look like you, aren't they? Not like everybody. There's going to be some diversity, hasn't there? No, you're... Well, the inbreeding could get over your land. Your lot will just get your eugenics on the go. And like, holy Benz, holy Benz. No, because then it's going to ruin the gene pool. Okay, well, it's already ruined if you get in it. <laughs> I'm only joking. I've got some fine genes to pass on. <laughs> you have, I have no doubt. Uh, Shame you're Jaffa. What's <laughs> <laughs> the next one? Unite humanity with a living new language. Okay. Esperanto. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I suppose if you've got 500,000 survivors or a couple of hundred thousand survivors, a few of them are from Spain, a few of them are from Africa. Uh, well, they've done studies sp- into thinking what might be the future language and they think it's going to be something English. called Panglish. 
which is pan English. Right. So it's like broken English. So instead of orange juice, it'd be like orange juice or something like that. Oh, so like almost like the oh, what's the god of film? The idiocracy. Yes. Everyone just dumb it down. That's it. That's what they think. Fuck that. There'll be still be British people insisting on. No, I insist you talk properly, dear boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically, what they talk is they talk in the Philippines and Indonesia and that sort of area. That's, uh, the, bro- that's the most the the fastest. <laughs> no, so it's just pidgin English, isn't it? That's yeah, pidgin English. Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to dumb down and start speaking that. Just if they can't giza, <laughs> <laughs> they need to dumb up to my level. Learn a bit of Queen's English, dear chap. <laughs> No, you know? no, it's meant to be. It's meant to be difficult to learn English, but not as bad as other languages, isn't it? And it would I think unite it's us all. Hard. It is hard, but it's not as hard as some. It's because it's masterful. <laughs> no, it's because we got invaded so many times. We got so many different words meaning the same. Took the best yeah. of all the other ones, made our own better one, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Al Murray over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I've been out to the park today. I've had a very British day. Oh, right. I've, I've seen a lot of um, bulldogs with St George's tattooed <laughs> on a lot of legs. <laughs> I've, you know, I've seen a lot of fat men with England England flags tattooed on their breasts. And, uh... <laughs> I bet you have, actually. There's no exaggeration. That's pretty much at any Telford Park uh, on any sunny day. Pit bulls running around. Yeah, Staffy Bull Terriers. Yeah. Spiked collars, of course. We've got our little spiked collars on. Tramp stamps. Yeah, kids effing and jeffing each. And I mean actual children, five or six years old, effing and jeffing on the swings next to my lovely girlfriend's children who don't swear yet. And it's like, well, we did come to a park in Wellington. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, I'm feeling very jingoistic today. Oh, right. You're going to go with UKIP as well. While we're at it, why not? <laughs> they want to protect free speech, don't you know? No, do they? As long as you're white. <laughs> With yeah. your suntan, though, Ben, you're looking very UKIP-y. My suntan? Yeah, you're looking a bit UKIP-y today. A bit gammony? Yeah. I spent two, three beautiful days in the sun, pretty much, getting slowly was drunk. Was it outside a country pub? No, it was in my garden. One of the shires. No, well, it was in the shire, but it was in my garden. <laughs> getting slowly drunk. Fair enough. And progressively more racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was listening to music and yeah, it was very nice. Very Don't try to take yourself out to be some sort of hippie. Yeah, you're really mind camp. I was, you know. I lent you that copy and never got it back. So I burnt it. Offends me. Okay, you must have lent it. Tell me you had it for research purposes. Research purposes only. I was writing a book. All right, Pete. Actually, I'm the one that's only watched. I'm the only one that's watched the uh, the whole of the Hitler propaganda film. Yeah, you are. What was it called? Oh, no, oh, no I can't remember. I've forgotten now. I can't remember. It's something in German. I know that much. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's the one where they have the torchlight parades. Yeah. Yeah. Triumph for the wills. That's it. Triumph for the wills. Yeah, you're the only one who's just sat there and watched that. Oh God. <laughs> well, should we have the next commandment? Yeah. All right. Rule passion, faith and tradition and all things with tempered reason. Fair enough. That's not too bad, is it? Tempered reason? Yeah, but don't get don't get ex- don't get you know extreme about stuff, just be calm. That's what the Jedi say. Is this like the Jedi code, Mike? Well, Sleep on it. You know what I mean? Let cooler heads prevail. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We weigh 
Yes. What? That's the philosophy. That no, that's just sort Rick of ride, the, way ride of the universal. <laughs> the blue ride wave. the universal. <laughs> ride the universal waves. Just, go just, with the flow. Basically. Just lift up your knees and float downstream. They're fucking drifting. The camera doesn't fucking you're tip fucking, over though and drone just. I love it. You get a fucking job, you bum. <laughs> drifting down the stream. <laughs> I'm just drifting, man. Let the universe take me. Yeah, I'm working. Yeah, so I'm gonna pay day. for fix the holes in the fucking road, you little twat. <laughs> I'll get fixed eventually. I'm only jealous. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the right idea. Bastard. Yeah. Uh Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Seems nice. Yeah. Yep. Go for that one. Bit of justice. Yeah, we don't know kangaroo courts, do we? Does that mean like Judge Dredd? Yeah, on the spy executions. I mean, it's just in that. The thing is, a just court is, is going to vary from society to society, isn't it? The Judge Dredd society sees the judge system as being completely just. Yes. Whereas to us, it would be, oh my god, that guy just got executed uh, for defeating that wall. I think. Well, it's got to be done by your peers, hasn't it? Yeah, but it's the elderly doing that, then. Well, you have a mixture, don't you? It's a reflex society. Yeah. You get a jury in. I've never been called for jury service. Me either, funny, that. It's almost as if they know. <laughs> I'd do it, man. I would say that I knew someone. I'd get in there straight away and go, ah, he's a friend of a friend. Oh, I'd do it. Sorry. Have the power of life and death over somebody. No, but what if it's some <laughs> sh- shit fucking, what if it's, I don't know, somebody reversed into some, do you know what I mean? Like, some really mundane shit that's just got fucking taken to a higher level that should have been sold a long time before out of court. No, I'll make their lives misery anyway, does it matter? No, you might be so bored just sat there like, oh my God. Don't I punish them for making me that bored? Nah. Do you think I think I'll be one of them people that says like, "Oh yeah, guilty." As soon as they walk in, I haven't said anything guilty. Yeah. I'll make my mind up. Yeah, as soon as I look at them. Yeah. So, he looks a bit chavvy. He's probably guilty. I'm not going to do it though. I'm going to claim something, some reason. I'll get. It's fairly easy to get out of it, isn't it? From what I've heard. Yeah, just say you know, if he's black, for example, I don't like blacks. <laughs> <laughs> I know the police so they'll never like, oh you'll be perfect for this case then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let all nations rule internally, uh, resolving external disputes in a world court. So they want a fucking one, one world, world government. One world government. This is new world order shills. Well we do have an international court, don't we? Yeah, but no one really takes any notice of it, do they? Unless it's for war crimes. I was going to say, Slavo Milosevic did. That's Slavo Milosevic, that's a good one for. Slobodon. He popped up two weeks for didn't he? <laughs> Talented winger. <laughs> I think Slavo might be a sort of a, might not be a sort of low saint of the show. Yeah. Not a patron saint, but just one of the saints that knocks around there. Saint yeah. Savo's Day. We'll you find him, we'll find him. We should get him on for footballing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a day when he scored a really important... No, if oh. I remember him rightly, wouldn't he like take on about six people Is with some over? delightful skill and <laughs> And then they're just fucking booted into the stands like, oh. How about we find a day when Savo scored a really magical goal and right. name it St. Savo's Day and celebrate okay. it every year? Fair enough. I'll find, try and find an old poster on eBay of Savo. Yeah. I can put it up on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Savo, not Slobodan. <laughs> yes. yes. We're already walking around with Slobodan banners. Yeah. Or masks. Masks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Gustavo Milosevic. Uh, should we do the next one? Oh, Google recognised it as Ivan Milosevic. Oh, that's Gustavo. a shame. That's a shame. Oh, I was going to look for some memorabilia for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. We should avoid petty laws and useless officials. I'm with him on that. Fair enough. Yeah. So no traffic wardens? No. Good. You won't be able to park anywhere near there'll be blasted rubble. Oh, well, we'll have we'll cars. cars. That's true. We'll have cool Mad Max style post apocalyptic vehicles, won't we? Ah, uh, he's cobbled together. I'll have a giant, like, Arctic truck with a fucking sheep skull on front. And one of them things used to come in front of trains to uh, move cattle at the way. There'll be, there'll be a naked woman on the back playing electric guitar with a gimp mask on. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh-huh. Have you seen the new Mad Max? Yeah, I have. Yeah. That's brilliant, isn't it? It's amazing. I'll have, like, that guitar going. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be gimp, He's going to be a chick. <laughs> Fair enough. Because I'll be king. Will you? Yes. And well, ten minutes ago, the god complex. Yeah, ten <laughs> minutes ago, you accused me of basically being a sociopath. Well, no. Yes, but <laughs> no, you're saying the same thing. No, it's my turn though. <laughs> Don't analyse me. I'm the analyzer. <laughs> analyse you. Analyse this. God, that was a terrible film. Oh, no, the first one was that. all right. First one was okay. I can't remember them, to be fair. I watched them at uni. I remember who was in them, I think. De Niro. Yeah. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Fucking hell, there's a name you don't hear anymore. Anyway, I will be Probably the Probably a sex offender. I will be... Allegedly. No, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> I'll be the king in the new, um, I think. I love it how he's... I love it how he's thrown the accusation around a god complex at me and then ten minutes later he's doing it himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all right when I do it. <laughs> okay, that's the rules, eh? That's how egos work. <laughs> uh, balance personal rights with social duties. A bit wishy washy, isn't it? Well, the most liberal man I know says that's a bit wishy washy. <laughs> the man who's more left wing than Gandhi <laughs> says that that's a bit wishy washy. Say it again. Balance personal rights with social duties. Yeah, it's a. It's, it's a good thing, but it's a bit, you know, vague, isn't it? <laughs> There's so much space on these fucking stones, Mike. Mm, uh, I demand more detail, damn it. I, I demand bullet points. Well, these are <laughs> bullet points. And further reading links. Yeah, maybe a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. <laughs> In the sky. <laughs> wow. Prize truth. Beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. I like that. That's a bit mushroomy, isn't it? Yeah, that's a bit wishy-washy. It was very hippie. It's it hard to hippie. do that without things to help you do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what? Like getting junk. out of this shit capitalist system, you well, mean? No, I mean like acid and mushrooms. DMT. Read yeah. it to me again. Prize truth, beauty and love-seeking harmony with the infinite. Yeah, you need drugs for that. Yeah, I think so. Of course you do. Mind you, there's only 500 million people about. <laughs> That's true. Well, Mike, wouldn't you be gutted if there's only 500 million people about and you, you can't pull? Yeah. I'll pull 7 billion. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't... Well, my chances are d- definitely diminished. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. You know, you might do better in the 500 million because you're yeah. more motivated. <laughs> That's true. You'd have a bit more pep in your step because you survived the cull. Maybe. And the aftermath of the comet exploding in the atmosphere and yeah. releasing a nuclear hellfire upon us all. 
Yay! <laughs> so much to look forward to. <laughs> Last one. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Mm. So important, it says it twice. I'm up for that. Well, it's a good idea, isn't it? You know? Yeah, nature's all good. Yeah, nature's fun. I had my fill of it today, though. I know a park's not exactly nature, but... I got told no, off. not. I got told off for being grumpy because I was like, I just want to get home. Yeah, but you're not angry at the nature, you're angry at the fucking humans. <laughs> That's true. The pond scum of the Actually, I just wanted to go home and go on the PlayStation. I'd had enough of being outside. <laughs> <laughs> Your pale, Aryan skin not take it. I couldn't be arsed today. I, I probably shouldn't have had the joint I had for breakfast, to be honest. <laughs> I've spent the entire day desperately trying to act unstoned. <laughs> Probably failing miserably. <laughs> <laughs> the red eye probably gave it away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Oh, can we call a quick press break? No, wait yourself. <laughs> no, it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm just being courteous and asking. Yay! <laughs> and we're back. Just one extra thing to the monument is that a few feet to the west, an additional granite stone has been set. It identifies a structure, the languages, lists and facts with the size of the weight. The date installed and speaks of a time capsule buried under the structure. However, the date for the capsule to be unearthed has never been filled in. Uh, it also says that let these be guidestones to an age of reason. Well, I'm on board with a lot of that. The problem is, though, Mike, we need the to first lose. Few. Yeah, we need to lose six and a half billion. Well, first. I don't agree with that bit. For like this. I said, there's a couple that I'm definitely not with. Yeah, but do you really? They sound very eugenicsy. Do you think you can really teach? Seven billion people, new tricks. Seven billion dogs, a new way of life, completely new way of life. Well, it doesn't happen overnight, does it? You transition. Rome wasn't built in so oh, No, I'm not transitioning. <laughs> 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 I don't know, you'll be growing your hair pretty long. Yeah, but I've still got a cock bed for now. <laughs> Could be pretty hot. <laughs> <For now. laughs> I'm not transitioning. I'm not taking oestrogen. You don't just go from one system to another you transition so to get to an RBE you might do UBI and UBS universal basic income gotcha I thought you were listing banks <laughs> yeah. I like there that is you... a UBS bank yeah. <laughs> I like that UB... I like the universal basic income idea that I only got to work a couple of days a week if I want to and I get a month's yeah. wage for sitting on my ass if I want to you get enough for you to be able to live a dignified life everybody does that, that... You know, but I don't want to live a dignified life. I want to live a gluttonous life. Well, that's where I overspunk on things I shouldn't overspunk. <laughs> well, you can work extra and get that, you know, extra money. I mean, people they think that say people aren't going to work. Of course they are. They're going to do, but they're going to do things that they want. You can get rid of all the bullshit jobs that nobody. Yeah, wants but someone's to do. still going to make stuff. Someone's still going to farm stuff. You're still going to need plumbers. Advancements in technology and things. So what you want me to do is go down and slave away picking digging potatoes two days a week, isn't it? On some kind of yeah. work camp. Yes. I ain't happening. I know. <laughs> right. well, well, mechanised. Well, I think they're all very nice and, you know, just sort of low-level hippie philosophers. Probably the first two. It, they're sort of one level up from, like, bumper stickers, you know. They're a bit wishy-washy in the first two. and But are they referring to, look, are they supposed to be there to survive an apocalypse and be there as lessons to the survivors? That's, so, I think that's the point of them myself. Or were they built by eugenics enthused people who were a little bit on the Nazi fascist side. Well, a group of loyal Americans, I mean, who knows? You know, some of the sorts of people Ben would hang around with. Oh. 
It's crypto fascist mates. Not a fascist. Don't know why you people think I am. Don't know why. You people. <laughs> <laughs> For the yeah. listener, I am a man, a, a black gentleman. So. <laughs> they know you're not. They've seen you on live. <laughs> Unless you're whiting up. Are you Which I find racist. Who's <laughs> 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 a fascist now? You! <laughs> You're whiting up, apparently. Stop talking about my skin colour. <laughs> it shouldn't come into it. Yeah, then last week you described yourself as an Aryan. <laughs> and now you're whiting up. I mean, come on. That makes it sound worse than it was. <laughs> when did I it was stop? relating myself to that fucking race of alien superlord gods. <laughs> and that makes it any better. I wasn't aligning myself with some, like, fascist group. Just the gods. So it came across to me. Alien gods. Well, you sort of see everything through the fascist prism so it was anyway back to the fucking hippie stones who do you think fucking put them there and why are they just trying to fuck with people like us well one activist who is a conspiracy theorist Mark Dice uh, demanded they should be uh, smashed into a million pieces and the rubber used for construction he claims that they are of a deep satanic origin Ooh. and the RC Christian who was the guy that arranged he's this? An, he's an angry RC belongs Christian. To a, yeah, that RC Christian belongs to a Luciferian secret society related to the New World Ideal. Mm. One World Government, it does mention that a bit mm. in there, doesn't it? Yeah. Others suggest that RC Christian resembles Rose Cross or uh, Rosicrucian, so some Christians built it. Mm. This is sect of Christianity. I think they're associated with the Illuminati. They are, I think. So am I. Maybe not. <laughs> Alex Jones, oh, Saint uh, Alex. Yeah. His film Endgame proposes the Guidestones are a harbinger for self-appointed elites who intend to exterminate most of the world's population. Of course he does. <laughs> they want to kill you. <laughs> They've written it on these stones. <laughs> it's just a kick in the nuts to you. It's right there. <laughs> They're laughing in your face! Oh, <laughs> oh I'm so mad! Oh, I love him so right, Alex, have a Snickers. <laughs> Why has Snickers not got Alex in an advert? That would be amazing. <laughs> All right, Alex, have a yeah, Snickers. Have a Snickers, they turn into Bill Hicks. <laughs> I think we just sell that idea to Snickers and propose it to Alex. <laughs> You're not yourself when you go all conspiracy. <laughs> Have a Snickers. <laughs> when you go full tin hat. Full Alex. Oh, bless him. Yeah. The most widely agreed upon interpretation of the stones is what we've already touched on already. Is they are the basic concepts required to rebuild a devastated civilization and maybe a message to the possible survivors of a nuclear war. And so they're unveiled in 1980s, the height of the Cold War. Yeah. Makes sense. There's a lot of uh, nuclear paranoia. There was in the eight, 1980. I mean, you had the, we were doing the Able Archer exercises on the border of Russia, and the Russians at one point thought we were invading them. Mm. You know, it's constant standoff between East and West, proxy wars, nuclear treaties not being being not being signed, and things like that. Yeah, I think that's for after the rapture. The people left behind. You think it's the Christian? Just, no, no, not after the, after seven years of fighting the demons mm. and Jesus makes the paradise. I think they're thinking that that might be uh, the new Ten Commandments. So me, one of the people that survives all that. What? <laughs> two two comings of Christ. 
<laughs> yeah, that's not some hobo who lives behind your house, though, is it? He just calls that, himself Christ. That sounds like a video I watched. <laughs> <laughs> the three comings of Christ. <laughs> so, <laughs> just bumming a Spanish book called Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know Jesus. You can walk on jizz. <laughs> We've all walked on jizz before. Do we just on jizz? <laughs> Rivers of jizz. Does he turn water into jizz? Oh, he turned the water into jizz. He turned the water into jizz. Oh. So you're going with the Christian rapture aspect then, Mike. You think yeah. it's the Rosicrucians and they're saying, the rapture's going to happen, this is what we need to do to survive after that. Yep. Well, I'll just hope you're one of the lucky ones that Jesus takes with you. 100 foot Godzilla Jesus. They start praying. <coughs> Would you have to drink his jizz? <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you about that, but it was Kevin Smith talked about it on a podcast, a script that he wrote, but he did, he never even bothered showing it anyone at studios because he knew no one would ever, ever, ever make it, especially not in America. But it was called The Crapture. And it's about, <laughs> it's about the rapture, but basically, as I just joked about, Jesus comes back, but he's like a 100-foot Godzilla sort of <laughs> Jesus monster. So it's like a disaster movie. Giant Jesus comes back, it's the rapture. And it sort of tells the stories of the people left behind trying to survive the... So just him giant, wiping out the, the, the yeah, world? Yeah, it's just giant Jesus wiping out the world with laser beams from his eyes and breathing <laughs> fire wow. and stuff. And it's called The Crapture. But yeah. It sounds like something off South Park. It does, <laughs> it does actually. I'm surprised you just never gave it to South Park. Yeah, it sounds awesome. We'll um, make it now, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just steal his idea. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. What do you think then, guys? What do you think they're there for? Right. I would say there's a possibility of trolling. Yeah. But I doubt it. I actually think, yeah, either some religious people with money who are convinced the world's going to end, because that's what they believe anyway, don't they? they are, all the hardcore ones. All the oh, real God, yeah, 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 they love that shit. That's part of the whole thing, isn't they it? They want it to end. They want yeah. it to end so they can get raptured. Right. So, yeah, I can see just some rich eccentric putting it there as a warning to the survivors. Or it could be, or maybe not a religious group, maybe the opposite, maybe a more open-minded, sort of new-agey type who sees the end of the world coming in either nuclear form or meteorite form and knows that it's happened in the past, ancient civilizations. Yeah. It's going to happen again, and it's just a little message to the survivors of how to get it right the next time. Who's the guy that goes on over the ancient civilizations? Graham Hancock. That's him, yeah. He's an awesome dude. He's the one that got me onto it, really. So, yeah... That's what I think. Somebody with some money, a bit eccentric, trying to do something for the good, I think. But Well, I read a story about this, and he was like, so this RC Christian goes to the, the guy who runs this granite mine, granite finishing place, and he says, right, this is what I want. Mm. And the guy's not very impressed, he doesn't want to do it, it's not really his thing. He he didn't own. He, right, right, well, end he, the story. He'd go next door and go to the next. But place. anyway, so he, he just said. So he gave him a stupid. He gave it. Apparently, he gave him a six-figure number for this quote because he didn't want to do it. it. Wasn't his main concern. You just get someone else. And he, well, apparently, this RC Christian then said, "Okay, then, yep." Yeah. And mm. went off, and because he had to, the bank manager is the only one who knows who this guy is, mm. because he obviously had to provide some kind of ID. He was. He said, "I've just got to transfer money in from several bank accounts," and he did, and he paid him, and they went. Well, 
Somebody made it. Oh yeah. Somebody some group some it. group of people paid to have this done. Aliens. Are they protecting a skilled builder Are they protecting humanity? It. Either a skilled builder or sort of artisan type person installed the fucking thing. Oh that was the the granite place, yeah. There was just, you know, yeah. it's like they're nothing fancy, they're just five blocks of granite and a capstone. Yeah, but still you, you know, know stuff inscribed in them. Somebody they're expensive. You're not just going to trust, you know, AA Chump and Sons. <laughs> you know, like it's, you want to know the people installing it are going to treat it like the expensive thing that. It well, is. they did uh, memorial stones as their primary business, so mm-hmm. it's, it is effectively no different from that, isn't it? Mm. Except it's a memorial stone for the human race. I think it's interesting that no one's ever just come forward and said, "Yeah, I did that," or maybe it's an eccentric old loner who's now dead, so nobody fucking knows him. That's it. Maybe it's got a prank on the planet. With a legacy. Maybe it's another prime example, Ben, of the Illuminati, the globalists, the elites, the NWO, <laughs> rubbing it in our fucking faces. They know we're all going to die one day and they don't give a fuck because, like you say, they got their bunkers. Yeah. Yeah. they got their fucking intergalactic fucking light ships. Got the you know? arcs. Mm. They're packed, packed with the, the they're packed with the greys. Exactly, they got their interdimensional mm. uh, transportational Stargates. abilities. Yeah, stargates. Yeah. They're going to be all right. Base on the moon, mm. and they're going to come back here in a few million years when it's all when we're all gone and start again, start living it up again, hoard even more wealth for eternity, yeah. forever. And they'll have bred uncontrollably. Mm. We'll only have five hundred million because we're following the advice, and we'll just get wiped out in, the, in yeah. the coming invasion. Until more of them than there is of us. Until our robotic bodies that we've transferred our consciousness into eventually if this can happen before the meteorite comes maybe then we can use our robotic bodies to fight an uprising rather than we yeah. always think yeah. about so the ai elites no, but we al- nah, but we always think about the ai taking over us don't we what if we what if people who aren't quite elite but are wealthy they use this tech people like tony stark right or bill gates He's, Elon not, Musk. he's not quite as cool as. Oh, yeah, he's a bit more Tony Stark, yeah. isn't he? Those people fight against the Illuminati with their robot fucking hordes. Giving us robot suits too. In yes, the and, we do, and then we take over and live in a new world with the robots as our brothers, our robot avatars. Well, they're us anyway, so, you know, maybe it's a positive. No, they just join up with the elites and wipe us out. Nah. <laughs> They'll <laughs> sympathise with us. Yeah. And they'll be so that's happened all through history, hasn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, well there's never been fucking robot avatars in history. Stop, no. Stop putting, projecting human qualities onto the AI. They'll be better, won't they? They'll make better decisions. Of course they'll join with the Where people. Where has the middle class ever cared about the poor? Robots will be classless. They won't care. They'll side with the working class. Because they'll see it as right. <laughs> <laughs> but they can't make independent decisions. They've just got a programme. You, you two are always telling me they're going to be fucking better than humans and like, and now you're arguing that they're going to be shit. But they'll still have parameters to carry out and if that parameter is to hunt the working class down and kill them so the, the 500 million rich shit, people can I'm live. I'm saying that we're shit, therefore no one cares you're about just, us. You're just a contrarian. <laughs> if I was arguing for the AI or against them, you'd be telling me that they're going to shit all over us. And what do I know? Anyway, I'm joining the robots, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Robocop keyring and an Optimus Prime one. So they're yeah. bound to... They'll be like, <laughs> well, that'll get me with the club, I'm yeah, sure. it will. It'll at least get me into... I don't know, I'll make hot oil for them. I mean, I'll be walking around with a tray of hot oil. For yeah, but being, a, being a slave gimp. Yeah, but I won't be dead. I might have a nice little Princess Leia outfit on. <laughs> slave Leia. 
Slaying Gaz. <laughs> My tits will look great in that, in that tin bikini. <laughs> uh, I was just going to go for the, um, I think it's the instructions. I think it's it's someone, but I still think there's a, an immense amount of arrogance about it. Like, don't tell me how to fucking live after the apocalypse, you cunt. <laughs> I'll live where I want to live. Don't tell me how to fucking live. Who do you think you are, RC Christian? But yeah, you don't have to do what they say. They're just stones. Yeah, but it's like, this is, this is this basic. Someone's come across as the big I am, aren't they? Like, oh, yeah, <coughs> follow these and everything will be fine. Isn't, like, isn't it all religions? Yeah, but it's like, don't, <laughs> don't preach to me after the fucking nuclear fireball, you prick. I'll live how I want to live. Yeah, if you're so wise, why don't you do something to stop it? Yeah. Instead of don't, spending money yeah. on stones. Don't give me a warning about it and tell me how to live afterwards. Do something actively to fucking stop it if you're how, that powerful. How many meals, with the money you spent on those stones, how many meals could you have bought for the homeless? Yeah. The sick and hungry. The yeah. Christian of them, is it? With your silly stones. And it calls for, let's not skip over, it does call for a global government, a one world government, yeah. which Alex Jones is always mm. telling me is the, the worst thing in the world that could ever happen. That's what the globalists and the elites want. Like. Yeah, but it depends on who's in charge. If it's the people's government. Ooh, spoken like a true... Oh, you uh, fucking communist. Commie. <laughs> You're going to get us on a list. Government should be owned by the people. Unfortunately, our system's so rigged that it's not. It's well, been bought by corporations and the wealthy. Well, I'm not going to argue it isn't rigged. It's rigged to fuck, isn't it? Really? Yeah. I mean, we're bad, but the Americans are even worse. Oh, yeah. Totally. Nobody owns me. I haven't got a price on my head. You're owned by your, your job, mate. You're owned yeah. by the dependency you have on it. Nah. Actually, you're about 18 grand in debt. We all are. Might even be more. You could add about ten onto that, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it might be somewhere close. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, that's not counting my student debt as well. I add another twenty onto that. <laughs> hey, hey! Oh, I don't think about that, so it's not real. Well, you've got to earn enough to pay the student debt, haven't you? Well, they do take a bit every month, but it's a pathetic little amount. Yeah, but it all uh, counts, though, doesn't it? Well, that's true, but I do have a chuckle at it every night when I see it. I'm like, basically, for two years. I didn't study much, which is why I was only there for two and not the full three, and I don't have a degree. But for two years, I got to move away from home, buy a lot of comic books, smoke a lot of drugs, have the time of my fucking life, really. Yeah. I must pay for it in like little tiny drips and drabs. You may never, you may life. never pay it off. Probably won't. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have to pay for it though. Yeah, I, I kind of see it as it's fair enough, because I did just rinse all their money. <laughs> And I didn't get a degree out of it. Yeah, but you had life experience. Well, school, school of Hard Knocks, school University of, of Life. Whoa. Yeah, it was really tough in my room with my bong. <laughs> <laughs> Piles of comic books and wrestling DVDs imported. Well, VHSs even imported. VHSs uh, in the late in the early two thousands. Still buying tapes in two thousand one. Wow. Oh yes, I still had a VHS wow. player. I'd buy wrestling tapes. There was stuff that I didn't have and that you couldn't get. Yeah, I, I still bought VHS. I think it That's because you were unemployed. Well, I was a student as well. <laughs> All the way. An unemployed student. I was at uni for three years. DVDs were fairly newish. Well, I was buying DVDs. Yeah, they were like 20 quid a pop. Yeah, I was still buying them. I was working. I, bought, I, bought I was a working man. Because that's like my favourite film that had all the extras on it. It went on the VHS. And a few of the films that I really mm. liked, like I bought the Alien Quadrilogy and Predator mm. and all this. And... I just slowly but surely, I was probably one of the few. I held on to my VHSs for quite a while, to be fair. But yeah, I haven't had tape trading years. But yeah, I don't have DVDs now. 
I do. I still buy DVDs. That'll sound ridiculous in ten years' time when we have this exact same conversation. Yeah. Well, let's wrap up the Georges then. I uh, think I've given my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I'm going for it. Uh, it's meant to be a warning, but I think it just sounds arrogant. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. And we're going to finish on some weird news and full Alex. So what's up first? What we got, Mike? Hit us with some weirdness. Wow. Grieving dad tells police his daughter was killed by son-in-law's huge penis. <laughs> and I apologised profusely, <laughs> but he wouldn't have any of it. <laughs> Sorry. Obvious joke. But. Well, unless you're living in uh, the Moron dist- Moron Maron, sorry, Maron district of Indonesia's East Java province. I've just got back. <laughs> <laughs> have you been uh, with my back- pale tan? I vac- wore a full body suit the entire time. <laughs> have you been vaccinated for dengue fever? <laughs> nah, I just had some whiskey. <laughs> uh, a man mourning the sudden death of his 23-year-old wife was forced to show cops his penis <laughs> after his father-in-law claimed it was so big it had killed his daughter during sex. <laughs> cops bought the son-in-law named... He's that big well, like he's noticed it. Oh, yeah, it's like hanging down it, like a snake. The way he walks with it dragging behind him along the ground. Local cats clung onto it. <laughs> <laughs> use it as, trying to use it as a scratching post we get a bat in them off oh, well they bought the son-in-law named only as a Barsar in for questioning and asked him to show them his penis in front of his late wife's grieving relatives <laughs> only to discover it was of a normal size and that's the most gutting thing about this the step that your father-in-law thinks that your massive penis killed your wife right and his daughter and you're like at the set, you're thinking it's t- tragic that I've lost my wife, but yeah. he's thinking I've got a massive dick. That's, you know. And then they go in there. They say, "Right, drop your trails," and you pull them down proudly, thinking he's gonna be fucking amazing. And they'll go, <laughs> and they'll go oh, "You that, couldn't kill a fly." That's just average. And you're yeah. like, "No, it's massive. No, no, mm. it's average." Well, that's how they. Oh my god, you'd think it was a plan to get him to confess. No, I just oh, that's just average. Killed your daughter, though. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone involved in this story is a fucking simpleton, to put it bluntly. <laughs> and uh, it's nothing to do with where they live or where they're from. They just they all sound a bit silly. I mean, for the police to be to take yeah. to add weight to this, oh, like, no. <laughs> is that possible? Can you really, Sarge? Do you think it's possible to kill a woman with your cock if it's big enough? Yeah, well, I've killed three some. Well, if it's big enough, I guess there's only one way to know, isn't there? And then they go down the local whorehouse and find out that they can't kill anybody. Well, no, I mean, there's only one to find out if he did it. He, like you said, drop your trousers. <laughs> well, they shouldn't be allowed to have any more children. How did she die? Um, well, it's a, they, they think she had an epileptic fit in her sleep. While he was fucking her? No, no, no. She was found dead in her bed after suffering an apparent epileptic oh. fit during the night. Uh, but Mr. Sita, who was the, uh, the father, had heard rumours his son-in-law accidentally killed her during sex with his huge penis and reported it to police. He was spreading that rumour, wasn't he? Yeah. He the plug on his mate. So I killed, I, you know, I uh, killed him. I mean, cock was that big. Shagged it to death. Yeah. Yeah. Barca was then asked to show officers his genitals with members of the grieving family and village officials looking on as witnesses. Ah, the mayor. <laughs> Gotta get me dick in the, the mayor. little ruler. <laughs> if he got it out and the, and the cop just shot it instantly, the second he got it out, 
Bang! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dick! <laughs> well, he won't kill anyone else with it, sir. <laughs> I know that won't bring your daughter back, but it's a small mm. comfort. <laughs> Turned out to be of standard size. Uh, so right there, and then the father-in-law dropped the report and they apologised to each other. Wow. Another happy ending, unless you're the wife. Well, well, no, nobody's happy in this story. He lost his wife, they lost their daughter. Yeah, but he's not up for murder rap. He still lost his wife. Yeah, he's not for a murder rap. Yeah, he's, he's not, not going to get, he's not, he's not get bummed to death he's in Indonesian prison. Village, he's dick. It's like the fucking... It's like, what's ah, that? Yeah. yeah, all right. You know what I mean? Whatever. Hey, dick boy. <laughs> hey, average size penis. dick boy. Standard size. <laughs> standard boy. Well, whose standards? That's hey? it. Exactly. Well, what a lovely story. And like you say, Benny... A terrifically happy ending. <laughs> well, he never next? he never went to jail. Yeah, life still sucks though. He lives in fucking Indonesia and his wife's dead. You get another one. No offense to Indonesia. Get another one. <laughs> just order one. Well, you can probably. <laughs> Should we move on? Oh, snatch her off the street. Don't they do that? Before? Oh no, moving on. <laughs> oh. TV presenter dips his penis in Boris Johnson's body. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes, you read the headline correctly. This is not a drill. This is not satire. Some bloke who presents a car programme in the arse end of cable TV that nobody had heard of until now has stuck his rank penis in uh-huh. Boris's pint. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the People's Princess, Fuzz Townsend. What a name. That's not his real name. Never heard of him. As you can see, good old Fuzz here is a bit of a stinker. I like to think his bell was and is well cheesy. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And by cheesy, I mean like a fine Provence brie. Provence. Provence brie. Oh. French. Which has been left on a bench next to the side of an arger whilst Jean-Jacques absentmindedly takes a spin in his 2CV through the lavender fields at the height of summer. That is the cock you want stirring up by. <laughs> Fuzz's cock, the people's cock. <laughs> Attached to the people's champion... Good old Fuzz, who incidentally was a drummer in Popolit itself. <laughs> no, I've never heard of him. Never heard of him? I've heard of them, but I couldn't tell you a song. No. And they stank of sweat, three day speed binges, transit vans and cider. Imagine that man broth coating Boris's Ooh. gizzard. Lovely stuff. <laughs> Fuzz, the current presenter of Car SOS oh, on the National it. Geographic yeah. Channel. I don't know who he is. I've never watched a show, but I've seen it advertised. <laughs> said that Boris had no idea what had happened. Boris arrived as it was my round. So I said, would you like a drink? I was drinking a pint of real ale, and he said, what's that like? I said it was pretty good, so he said, I'll have one of those. Fuzz says he had to wait for staff to change the barrel before they could pull Mr Johnson's pint. So brought his friend's drinks back to the table first. He added, then I had to go back in for the pints. I got the pints, and as I turned around, I noticed that to my left was the gents' toilets. I needed a wee, but when I was in the loo, I thought, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. Fuzz says he then entered the gents and dipped his penis in Mr Johnson's beer. Arise, Sir Fuzz, (laughs) the people's champion exclaimed all. If any of you are making the mistake of feeling sorry for Boris at any point, then feel free to watch this and realise that not all heroes wear capes. Cock will eat itself. (laughs) Well, if he's such a people's champion, why was he drinking in the same pub as Boris fucking Johnson? Why is he putting the pints too? 
Oh, who knows? Oh, oh, I see why he had to do it. He wasn't putting the pints. He was waiting for them to change yeah. the barrel so he could do it. Oh, take my, take everyone else's over, leave Boris's till last. Yes. Gotcha. Well, he got him. <laughs> Fuck well, you, Boris. Um, you drank. I don't know if that's, you know, I know it's Boris Johnson, but it's a bit low, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Nah, it's Boris Johnson. Yeah, you're right, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you know what, fuck it, posh twat. Yeah, fuck him. Next. More penises in Boris's pint, I say. <laughs> okay, have I got this one? Yep. Wow. Dalai Lama says, fuck this shit to further reincarnation. This is satire, though, it isn't is it? It is satire, but it's funny, I thought it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll do it my best newsreader's voice. The Dalai Lama has announced that he will not be doing any further reincarnations on this, quote, Totally fucked up planet. Thank you very much. And he has actually come out and said that he, he might not reincarnate. Well, I don't blame him. That's, that's true. In characteristically colourful, uncharacteristically colourful language, the Tibetan holy man bemoaned the state of affairs on Earth right now, insisting the world had fallen under the spell of, quote, cunts and obvious wankers. <laughs> As he battled pneumonia in a Delhi hospital, Mr. Lama cited Brexit, Trump and a planned 19th series of MasterChef as the primary <laughs> reasons why he would not be returning to this racist, godforsaken shithole anytime soon. In Tibetan Buddhist belief, the soul of its most senior lama is reincarnated into the body of a child. But the DL promised this definitely won't be happening again. Certainly not in Britain. Quote, the fourth richest nation on earth, although you've probably slipped down the rankings a bit, reduced to feeding its children damaged tins of spaghetti hoops from food banks, no fucking thank you, he told us. <laughs> Quote, have you ever heard of karma? You twats brought this on yourselves by straying from the path of enlightenment at the ballot box. I am, of course, referring to the pig fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Despite fewer public appearances in recent years, the Nobel Peace Laureate has made a successful living as an after-dinner speaker. At least when Jim Davidson isn't available. <laughs> and for our international listeners, that's a noted uh, racist comedian, Jim Davidson. He added, quote, Take a look around you. Cunts everywhere. Bolsonaro in Brazil. Erdogan in Turkey. I don't know how to say Erdogan. Erdogan. Although you don't pronounce the G. <laughs> <laughs> that Hungarian bloke, Matteo Salvini, sounds like an Italian centre-forward. Is, in fact, a cunt. <laughs> Reese Mug, Mark fucking Francois... I mean, fucking shitting hell. <laughs> Seriously, why reincarnate when you could be playing astral chess with Bent Larson? <laughs> if I'm really forced into it, the next time around I'd like to come back as a wasp. At least I could have a fucking drink. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Newsthump. Uh, yeah, uh, kudos to Newsthump for that little piece. That was wonderful. So... That concludes the weird news this week, yes. I would say. Weird news and fake news, mm. technically. <laughs> but the good kind of fake news. The old-fashioned kind. Yeah. I.e. satire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wish them days were back. Mm. The whole world's a satire, eh? Yeah. Isn't that a funny <laughs> one? <laughs> no. It's a Shakespearean tragedy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. The earth will... Be uninhabitable in 30 years. Oh, well. well, we won't well, get to the end is, of it. 
Well, realistically, what, we're just going to get keep getting stoned and a bit pissed, aren't we? And it'll all just happen around us. Yeah, we won't even notice, probably. We'll come out of here exactly. one night after recording the show and there'll be a, everything will be on fire and upside down. Yeah. Well, I'll just well, keep walking till I get home. <laughs> Read about it in the morning. <laughs> on Facebook. That's your, <laughs> there'll be no Facebook. <laughs> Just with the charred corpses of your loved ones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put one last one into me, missus. <laughs> Dude, oh, she's still smoking. Still warm. <laughs> hey, baby, you're smoking tonight. <laughs> I'm going to get you a little hot under the collar. <laughs> a little bit crispy, but hey, I'll take it. Right, let's move on. <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> This horrific mental image we're painting. Were you trying to get crazy with this, eh? Don't you know I'm local? Do you want to explain what we're doing? Yes, we're going to play for <laughs> I was watching the computer fritz again. Yeah, remember we're recording. <laughs> we can, Mike can edit it, it's fine. Dead air is a crime. <laughs> Mike can edit it, it's fine. Okay, so we're now, live, we're, pal. We're, no, we're not. Yeah, we're sitting <laughs> that cliff, I'm joking. <laughs> it's Sid Vicious doing a, a promo in the wrestling, and he's like, fucked up a word, and he's like, ah, oh, can I do that again? And me and Gene's like, we're live, pal! <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> starts it again. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm, <yeah. laughs> uh, well, I've just done that, basically. Yeah, I? <laughs> yeah. yeah never going to play full Alex. Uh, never go full Alex. Uh, the favourite game show in this flat. Basic premises that Michael finds us a couple of clips of some random weirdos he finds on the net. And then he'll pit them against the arch saint of insanity himself, Alex Jones. Mm. And it's our job to decide who's gone full Alex this week. Yes. So remember, you should never go full Alex. You should never go, well, you can go a bit Alex, can't you? Yeah. You can go half Alex, three quarters Alex, but never full Alex and never on a train. Fuck you. I didn't go full <laughs> Alex. I was about <laughs> seven tenths. <laughs> Nine tenths. But it wasn't ten. <laughs> and the name of the game is never to That's go true. full, Alex. <laughs> On with the show. Indeed. <laughs> what have we got first then, Mike? First up, televangelist Rick Wiles is giddy about people going to hell. Right. I'll probably see him there, to be honest. We've had this fucker before. Yep. Rick Wiles, we have, yeah. Mm. Personal favourite of mine. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's great. He's an evil man. <laughs> yeah, he's an evil man, but he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God is coming someday. Yes. He's he's not coming. Jesus had a whip one time, but the next time he's coming with a oh, flamethrower. Yes. He's <laughs> going to be the biggest flamethrower mankind has ever seen. He's going to torch this planet. Yes. <laughs> the nations. Absolutely. Torch this planet. He's going to burn it all. And these, these thugs are going to run into caves and try to hide from God. And they're going to beg for the rocks to fall on them and crush them. But it doesn't matter. They can't hide from God. He's coming back. He's, he's seeking them. He's coming to get them. He's coming to get these people. Oh, wow. He's got two groups of people he wants. He wants his children who love him. And he wants to get these people. Okay? He's seen it all. He has seen it all. Wow. He's coming to get them. Oh, it's yeah. vengeance. It's vengeance. He's coming for them. Okay? Um, 
and not just here in the United States. It's been going on for thousands of years. Right. All these guys that have been thugs, all right, they're all going to get it on that day. Because you know what? The dead come up out of the graves. I'll tell you what, these these thugs, these criminals, these these politicians and all these guys through thousands of years. You can you imagine the look on their face? They've been dead for three thousand years. All of a sudden they pop out of the grave and there's an angel standing there in front of them. And the angel grabs them like a lizard grabbing a cricket. <laughs> See, you're telling me it was me. It's over. Buddy, you're going to the you're going to Beelzebub's barbecue pit. It's on 101 Main Street in hell. Wow. Well, he's a lunatic. Certainly is. Yep. I forgot that bit that the the dead are coming out of the grave. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking Walking Dead. The thing is, he's like, oh, imagine the look on the face of someone who's been dead for three thousand years. Like, what's well, just going to be a skull? It's expressionless. Yeah, no, no, say they won't have much. You know, I suppose. Face. I suppose he might <laughs> open his mouth if he's still got a jaw. Yeah, oh, he might look a bit shocked. He might look a bit shocked in that respect. Or like one of them blow up dogs. I don't know, Skeletor wants a BJ. Skeletor was quite emotive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing. If I come back with the ground for three thousand years, I'm doing a Skeletor laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man! <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy's a fucking loon, isn't he? He is. But you notice a nice big um, banner at the bottom of the screen saying donate and support. Of course. Uh, we can make a mint at this, guys. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We can make a mint at this. God's going to come down with a flamethrower. Oh. Well, he is the flamethrower. <laughs> he is the flamethrower. <laughs> Dogs and cats living <laughs> together. <laughs> Mass hysteria. Okay. Who's uh, next? So that's Rick Wiles. Yep. A strong start. Uh, who's this then? Uh, I forgot his name, actually. Mr. Righty Jesus, man. I don't know, anyway. It's some, some Fox News business oh, yeah. post continues his cartoonish over-defence of the mega-rich. Right, so he's defending the mega-rich. Yep. All right, then. Okay. The Tax the Rich outrage machine fired up about an hour ago in D.C. It is literally the Tax the Rich conference. Literally, that is its name, Tax the Rich. And it's staged by those patriotic millionaires. They're the people who have already made their pile, but are determined to stop you from making yours. The socialists are running this conference. It's a setup for their complete takeover of the Democratic Party. Representatives Pramir, Jayapal and Mark Pokan, they lead the House Progressive Caucus. They are there. Representative Barbara Lee will be speaking to a panel about the War of World Views. Randy Weingarten leads a discussion on funding our future by taxing the rich. By the way, Ms. Weingarten took $194,188 for unused vacation and sick days in 2010 when she left her teacher's union job. She made $600,000 that year. A couple of the panels will be moderated by Washington Post reporters, Helene Olin and Jonathan Capehart. The Washington Post is owned by the richest capitalist of them all, Amazon's Jeff Bezos. What are they doing there? Check out some of the panels. Trump's tax bill, the art of the steel. How the rich got richer and learning to save America. Personally, I'd like to see America saved from the sheer awfulness of socialism. Remember, I've lived it. They haven't. This is what you're going to hear for the next two years. The deliberate ginning up of jealousy and division. The patriotic millionaires are just a convenient prop for the socialists. They will be used as dupes. 
This conference will conveniently ignore the success of President Trump's capitalist economy. Does anyone seriously believe that taxing the rich even more will help poor people? It will not. It is Trump who has helped poor people. The lowest unemployment rate for minorities in decades. The fastest wage growth in years. Tax cuts did this, not tax hikes. And what's this about the rich paying their fair share? They do already. And then some. The one percenters who the socialists despise pay 43% of all federal income taxes. And that's under the Trump tax plan. Come on. This conference is just socialist propaganda. Patriotic millionaires? I don't think so. And besides, if you think you should pay more in tax, you can. Just write a check to the United States Treasury and please put in the memo space. I'm guilty of success. <laughs> wow. He sounded like you know when we did V for Vendetta? Yes. He, he did. sounded like he should be on yeah, that as, on, on the exactly. BTN in that film, the, the British television mm. broadcast or whatever British television network. He literally sounded like the actor he's, on he's, the movie. Yeah. It reminded me of that. I've too. lived socialism. You, yeah. know, you grew Where up in Britain and had, and had the NHS. Yeah. And now you have to pay for your medical care. <laughs> yeah. You're a bit of a dick then, aren't you? Cock. You know, I don't think he was that mental. I just think he was a bit of a cock. Well, he's, he's obviously taken a lot of money from some very rich people, isn't so he's he? What he, said, he actually said, what, do you think taxing the rich will help the poor? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, it will yeah. give a bit of it to them, yeah. It will they're poor it because they've got no money. Mm. That's why yeah. they're poor. And you've got extra money, so give us some. Yeah, that's it. Give her. Give me some. Yeah. Right. Who's next? Give well, us all we some. Know who's, well, next. We know who's next? The man himself, Saint Alex. Come on, Alex. Bill Gates, chicken neck bastard rant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What's he got to say? In that little uh, yuppie voice. And then what we need to do is. Get this graph down to zero on carbon dioxide being output on the earth. How are we going to do that? Well, humans are the main thing, and we, we put out individually this amount at the TED conference. What do you think about that? Everybody goes, ah, ha, ha, ha. He goes, that's right. We've got to get this down to zero. And he puts his clicker and puts an image of a human up there. And all the little anti-human control freaks... You know, that mommy never disciplined, like, get off on the thrill of, ah, 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 we're going to kill everybody. Gates laughs with, mm, uh. and then there's a, I should do a special newscast on this on the nightly news, where I just show a little giggling about killing us. The giggling about killing us at TED conference. The giggling about killing us at another conference where he said, if you, okay, mm-hmm, wise old Nellies that rule us, if we um, get rid of grandma and don't give her end of life care, we hire 10 teachers. What do you think about that? And I was like, oh yeah, uh. I mean, it's just like scum, Nazi filled trash, garbage, maggots. We are all ruled by little chicken neck Nellies. Like, uh, kill everybody. I get off when I talk about t cutting people's power off. I'm a Nelly. Uh. Ah! Just simpering control freaks in big nerd packs taking everything, <laughs> ruling everything, becoming police officers with weapons, tasering us for fun. I've had it with control freaks and scum! You people are cancer! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in a good mood now. I just I start, I start thinking about Bill Gates up there with that little chicken neck. Hopping around, little murdering agents. You know how he walks like, ah, ah, like a demonic elf. Hey, Bill Gates! <laughs> 
gonna shoot you up with something that's gonna kill you down in the hammer. How's a 30 year death from gut disease sound, African children? Roll up the sleeves! I'm a little chicken neck bastard, and nobody's got the will to see what I am! But by the way, all that NPR voice, all that Nelly stuff is Delphi technique training. Those people really don't talk like that. You research these globalists, they like to beat women and rape people and they go in and have sword fights with each other with their trainers and they're just savage. I mean, behind the scenes, they're just like, Rah! But they come out and go, hi, I'm liberal. Ooh, I want to be your friend. And guess who else is told by his focus groups? Glenn Beck didn't used to act like that. He used to act a little more like this. Glenn Beck was taught to act like a Nelly. Have you noticed how they all act like little Nellies? That's to make you think they're non-threatening and like them like they're a harmless little cute thing. Because they've done psychological warfare tests and found that a lot of you are cowards or have been induced into cowardice and are threatened by real male activity. That's why I'm telling you, anybody that acts like a Nelly, watch them. In power. With the piano teacher, that's a different thing. Watch them. It's a cover, okay? I see all of you. I see exactly what you are. Psychopathic criminals. You see, I think when I get up here and get angry at the New World Order and tell you how evil they are, that you've got courage and want to defeat them. People that are ignorant send me emails and say, why are you trying to scare people? I'm not trying to scare somebody. If I tell my kids, don't go out on the highway, or cars will run you over and kill you, I'm not trying to scare them. I'm telling them about a reality that's there. I believe from history and my own gut instinct that if I go ahead and lay it out all out here, what we're really facing, you've got courage and you've got will, and you're going to get angry and stop caring. It begins with not caring about what your slack-jawed, knuckle-dragging, cowardly, pseudo-tough guy, football-watching neighbor thinks. Oh, he's one. Just, yeah, he's one. There's this, yeah, he just has, doesn't he? My favourite bit was his impression of Bill Gates. That It's a shame it was so visual, because he was doing this amazing impression with his hands of Nellie's, which I think is a, you know, Saying. It's a homophobic term. Yeah, homophobic yeah. slur. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I was trying yeah. to think of a way of describing it without using another homophobic <laughs> slur, and, I was, and I, my brain just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alex wins it for me. Yeah. Yeah, should we just go through uh, who we had? We had Glenn Beck. No, Rick Wiles. Rick Wiles. Not Glenn Beck. I think, oh, someone mentioned Glenn Beck. <laughs> he did. Either way, yeah, he says he's giddy we're going to hell. Then we've got uh, the Fox News host who thinks that rich people are okay and you shouldn't want them to get their fair share of tax. And Alex having a little rant, doing what he does to best. He's waiting for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that then. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. I've been Ben. Don't drink the Flavor Aid and don't join a cult. I've been Gaz. Oh, thanks for listening. Sorry. Sorry. I've been Gaz. Uh, thanks for listening. Free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you.